0: Hello, everybody. My name is Ray. Welcome to the Evangelical Dark Web. Today, we're going to be diving into Joel Berry, the managing editor of the Babylon Bee, and his support for replacement theory as an affirmative strategy to help save the United States. Now, this is a really ridiculous take, and I would expect someone from the Babylon Bee to understand politics a lot better Than what Joel Berry just proposed as an unpopular opinion. But sometimes unpopular opinions are unpopular for a good reason. And this is one of those times, and I'm going to try to exhaustively explain why, but not too exhaustively. I want to keep this a little bit short. But first, uh, if you are new to the channel, I'd like you to subscribe. Uh, Otherwise, drop the like button. Evangelical Dark Web is a news, Christian news gathering and commentary. Uh, ministry. And we have articles pretty much every day on the site, more articles and videos and stuff. So don't forget to check that out. There's a free newsletter, but if you want to give even more uh, support, we have a Patreon-like system built into the website. And that's one way that you can support. Thank you for all who are currently supporting and uh, moving on. So Joe Berry. Uh, the managing editor for the Babylon B tweeted out this thread last week. And so, you know, it's taken us a little while to respond to this. And I've wanted to, but there's a docket of items to respond to these days. So anyway, the tweet starts out. Unpopular take. Mass immigration could save this country. These are hardworking, mostly Christian slash Catholic people coming in. The Democrats want to immediately hook them on welfare and turn them into a permanent underclass voting block. We could prevent that by assimilating them. And obviously there's some Borg imagery with the word assimilating. And that is, I think, intentional on uh, Joel Berry's part because he makes that joke later in the, thre- in the comments below. He makes that joke. So... There, there are parts of this, while I still dis- I vehemently disagree with Joel Berry, I do like the fact that he's trolling and joking around about it, but the serious thing that he's proposing is asinine. So, he goes on to say, and I'll read his whole thread before uh, we respond, It's a fact that first-generation Americans are more hardworking, more appreciative of America's blessings than and more likely to have traditional families, the Democrats want to bring these people in, keep them poor, and destroy their culture, just like they did to black Americans. They're doing that anyway right now. Maybe it's time for conservatives to start thinking about a realistic plan for amnesty, assimilation, and welcoming these folks as American citizens before the Democrats can destroy these people. These people are coming in culturally, or these people coming in are culturally conservative. Who knows? They just might save our culture. So then he has a proposal for amnesty. Uh, Can't vote for 10 years. Four years required military service for men. Can't take an existing job. Have to create your own. No public schools. Kids must attend private schools private school funded by public charities. Only family units, no single men. Which seems a little inconsistent. Because now, uh, I I just got to comment on the contradictions that I'm seeing here. Four years in the military service, but no single men. Would kind of imply that the entire U.S. government is going to be uh, caring for this family in terms of housing and, and other stuff. Because that's what happens when, you know, you join the military and you have a family, uh, you know, there's extra benefits to that. So that there's some contradictions in his proposal for amnesty, but the main crux of the matter is, well, actually, I want to comment on the, uh, military service as well, uh, I don't like the idea of a bunch of foreigners serving in the United States military, especially as the United States military gets increasingly more woke and anti-American. I think that's bad news bears. I think that's completely bad news bears. I think there's a lot of things that can go wrong with that. And if the United States military ever becomes an occupying force in the United States, um, are you familiar with the movie Red Dawn? Uh, where you had Nicaraguans occupying the United States as a hostile force. What he's doing or what he's proposing could create a scenario or lead to a scenario in which the Nicaraguans occupying the American people would be wearing American military uniforms. I don't want to see a future where that's the case. Where these people have a loyalty to the country because it's giving them citizenship, not because they were taking up arms to defend their country. There's a, a formula for what could go wrong there. And I think that's pretty back in history. If you bring in a bunch of, you know, foreigners to your military to use as an occupying force. Uh, the British did that with the colonies, with the Hessian uh, mercenaries from Germany. So... Might not be the best strategy. But anyway, uh, the other thing, the main point that I want to say is that the Republican Party has tried this. It failed. This was the big game plan after Mitt Romney completely sucked against Barack Obama in the uh, 2012 election. The Republicans were like, we need to hit Hispanics. We need to reach Hispanics. And, you know, they floated Marco Rubio, and I think he did the whole, uh, that was around the time of the Gang of Eight and the immigration stuff that the Republicans were trying to pull. And what ended up happening is that didn't work. Instead, Donald Trump comes along, has the most uh, vitriolic rhetoric against illegal immigration that, you know, the Republican Party has ran on nationally pretty much ever. And he crushes the Hispanic demographic much better than any of his predecessors, uh, except maybe Bush to the first time, or first or second time. But, in any case, uh, the Hispanic realignment could be real. I think it's real in some states and not other states. Like, I don't think it's real in California. I don't think it's real in New Mexico. But, it, I think it's definitely real in Texas. I think it's definitely real in Florida. And I don't know enough about the other states. But the Hispanic realignment is, in my opinion, underway, just to what degree and where is the question. And it wasn't achieved through soft on immigration policies. But let's be clear, what he is talking about is replacement theory. He is talking about affirmatively using replacement theory to replace America's population with people he believes would be more culturally aligned with our values. The problem is this fundamentally isn't true. Most of the people he says that would be coming in, you know, as Christians or Catholics. And he does suggest that if we had this plan in place, it would attract a different crowd of immigrants that would be more aligned with their values. Which I will disagree with that for multiple reasons. First of all, I think the people that would most align with their values would probably also most align with uh, the idea of staying in their own country and making it better. So, I think that's true. Like, the people that would be most aligned with their values would fight for their own country. To make their own country better. Uh, Secondly, secondly, uh, a lot of the values, you know, we think a bunch of... And mainly he's talking about Hispanics, so I just want to be clear about that. I'm going to use white people as an example, because I don't see this as a race thing. But, uh, he uses Hispanics, Yeah, he's assuming Hispanics. That's kind of an underlying thing here. He's talking about Hispanic immigrants who bring their uh, Christianity or Catholicism with them. But the problem is, is that Christianity, especially in these Latin American countries, is heavily infiltrated by liberation theology. Uh, In South America and Latin America, they had a lot of communist revolutionaries. And these communist revolutions were furthered by the fact that there were churches preaching liberation theology. Uh, when you look at Pro- Pope Francis is a key example of this, by the way, he was a Jesuit from South America, Argentina, I believe. Uh, correct me if I'm wrong about that in the comment section, but he was a Marxist Jesuit in Argentina. And the the, the reason why there's you know, there's more uh, Marxist Jesuits in Argentina, where that came from, and the reason why is because of all these communist revolutionaries, they infiltrated the church in South and Latin America. So, uh, not a good plan. Not a good plan, Joel Berry. You you think that the people that have the conservative theology are the, going to be the ones most likely to leave their country? I disagree with that premise. I don't think that's a. I don't think it's a good plan because you know. How many of you uh, watching or listening to this want to leave your country uh, for a better life somewhere else? And the answer is, yeah, you know, probably not many. Uh, so the, he says that these people coming are culturally conservative. I'm not convinced by that. The voting records don't indicate that. And... Even with the whole Hispanic realignment, it was always kind of true that the longer they've been in this country, genera- generationally speaking, the more conservative they voted. So the first generation would be pretty liberal, the second generation more moderate, and the third generation more conservative. Uh, that's generally the trends you see with uh, Hispanics, Hispanic immigrants. So, not a good plan. Bad plan. Scrap that. But I I want to touch on this other tweet from Joel Berry that, I don't know, it's pretty cringe. And it's, Western civilization was invented by Greeks and Jews while white Europeans were still naked savages dancing around campfires. So, what's wrong with this? And there's multiple things wrong with this. Uh, The first is that Greeks were Europeans. Uh, It's kind of... uh, he wants to make a huge distinguishing factor between Greeks and uh white Europeans, but you know this is where we can go a, a little bit more historic you know history nerd out here. Uh, a lot of European groups, uh the Franks, the Huns, they migrated uh, from the Asian steppes to or I don't know about the Franks doing that specifically the Franks definitely migrated to modern day France. You know, the Celts were there first, Uh, but you know, the Huns, the Bulgars, the, uh, a lot of European groups migrated from the East. So there's some truth to what he's saying, but uh, a lot of this area was Romanized before modern uh, tribe or modern ethnicities were formed. Uh, Secondly, uh Christianity uh built Western civilization, not Jews. And the reason why is not that there wasn't an insignificant or there was a significant Jewish population in the Roman Empire, but to what degree did the Jewish population of the Roman Empire uh, spread their ideals to the rest of the empire? And to me, I think the answer is not as much as Christians. Uh, Christians Christianized the Roman Empire. And, you know, this is a very Prager U take because Prager U wants to say, you know, they, they want to peddle the Judeo Christianity myth. But in reality, it was Christians that Christianized the Roman Empire and used a lot of Greek infrastructure to build and craft Western civilization. And Western civilization has largely been built off of Rome. Not necessarily the Greeks, the Romans uh, would be more of the basis for Western civilization for all of Europe. The Greeks Hellenized the uh, Asia and Egypt and even India and uh, India and Afghanistan were Hellenized by the Greeks. So uh, the Greeks actually Hellenized more East than West, but, you know, Rome and their connections to the Greece are historically uh, founded as well. But it's a bad take for a lot of reasons. But it's, and it peddles that Prager you lie of Judeo-Christianity. It's no, it's just Christians. Uh, Christians are people who proselytize. We believe in proselytizing, or evangelism is the more Christian way to put it. We believe in evangelism. We believe in spreading our ideas. We believe in good works that improve all of society. And that Christianized Europe. So the idea that Western civilization was built by Greeks and Jews, no, that's incorrect. It was built by... Christians using Greco-Roman infrastructure. I think that's a better way to put it. And that Greco-Roman infrastructure includes the language of Koine Greek uh, and Classical Greek. The Roman roads, which allowed the gospel to travel far and wide. uh, And just the stability of the Roman Empire, which uh, lasted for hundreds of years after uh, Christ and the resurrection, and that's depending on certain estimates. Because if you count the Eastern Romans, they lasted for a thousand, uh, you know, fourteen hundred more years after Christ. So bad take for a number of reasons. And then he wants to say that you know he wants to diss white Europeans here. So in the top here, race doesn't matter or race matters, but in this, uh first response was what's your favorite thing about whites? And he says that race is meaningless. It wasn't meaningless in the original post. So I think this is pretty cringe. And I want to talk about that. Not because, uh, you know, I, I'm like some white guy who really cares about being white. I mean, you know, God made me wonderfully white, uh, fearfully and wonderfully white, hopefully. Um, But that's not why, because let's take the skin color part out of it by saying let's uh, take in a bunch of English-speaking refugees, so to speak. You know, let's just make the argument that Canadians are fleeing their tyrannical regime. And I wouldn't support that either. I, I don't want that in mass, you know? And the reason why is that that won't save our country. And the reason why is because uh, being culturally conservative in the American context largely is dependent, not completely, but in a large part is dependent on being conservative in the American context. It depends on the American context. Uh, If you look at the rest of the English speaking world, which is predominantly white, so we're talking Canada UK, Ireland, Australia, New Zealand, and South Africa. Um, If we're talking about these countries, if we just bring in the immigrants from just those countries alone, that won't save our country. And the reason why is, you know, uh, for every Lauren Chen who's pretty based, there's going to be a bunch of Jordan Petersons who are not. There's going to be a bunch of... uh, uh people that were supporters of the conservative Canadian party who are which is a left wing party but they think they're right wing coming over here that's not going to work and i get that these countries are distinctively less christian than latin america and i get that but again the whole thing about latin america i think is that those people the christians there are probably more interested in staying and trying to make their country a better place, or even sending missionaries here. Because, you know, we need more missionaries uh, to to the United States. But anyway, that's a bad strategy. I'd expect uh, Joel Berry and people at the Babylon Bee to have better political opinions on that. Uh, you know, 2013 called, and the You know, the 2013 Republican Party called and wants its talking points back. It's a terrible idea. It wouldn't work for a lot of reasons. And I get that Joe Barry is rightly uh, not blackpilled. I think he's, judging from his tweets, he's pretty content uh, that the country is either going to fall or get saved. And he's content with the outcome. Because, you know, he's trusting in God and stuff like that. And I'm glad to hear that. But this is a bad idea. This isn't going to do it. And we shouldn't suggest it. And it's an unpopular opinion for a reason. So, just wanted to comment on that. Uh, My name's Ray, the Evangelical Dark Web. If you like the content, subscribe and like the video. Otherwise, have a blessed day. And we will catch you on the next one.